0: What's up, everybody? I hope everybody enjoyed their Thanksgiving, as did I. Enjoyed some great Thanksgiving football. I'm kidding, there was one interesting game and two snooze fests. But hey, at least we get Thanksgiving football still, right? Starting, up, starting off with, no, this is not a Thanksgiving segment, Inskeep's Turnovers. I can't decide who I want to start off with here. I'm going to start off with college football. Just just one game. Michigan beating Ohio State is not an upset. I told you history was not on my side at all. Jim Harbaugh was 0-5 versus Ohio State. Did not play last year due to COVID. Did not play the game last year. due, or Sorry, the game due to COVID. And Michigan this year. Ran all over them. Like, I thought that... Actually, I thought they'd beat them. I didn't think they'd run all over them. But in a literal sense, they did. Hassan Haskins, five touchdowns. Aiden Hutchinson, three sacks, seven and a half tackles. They They just dominated from start to finish. And I shouldn't say dominated from start to finish, but they were the better team from start to finish. They had a couple hiccups, Michigan did. But other than that, Ohio State couldn't get anything going. And I kind of thought that all year. I always thought Michigan had the better defense, an efficient offense. They didn't have a better offense than Ohio State. But the better defense and the better coach wins. Now, you could say Jim Harbaugh and Ryan Day are on the same level. But I honestly think Jim Harbaugh's a better coach. He's just not a better recruiter. Ryan Day is a better recruiter. He's also had Urban Meyer's team for the past couple of years. Probably less probably a bit more a bit more than that sorry but you get my point Michigan beating Ohio State is not an upset let's n- stop calling it that yes it's an upset upset in terms of Jim Harbaugh versus Ohio State It's an upset in terms of sure uh, the AP rankings Ohio State was two Michigan was five but that's not really an upset right It's only an upset because of the because of the past few years. That game alone, though, looking at the defense, defensives, Michigan takes it. Looking at the offenses, okay, Ohio State takes it, but not by a large margin. Head coaching, it's about the same. About the same. I think Michigan's head coach, Jim Harbaugh, is slightly better. But he was not a great recruiter, and that's what killed him. You can be one of the greatest head coaches of all time. If you cannot recruit a single solid piece on defense or a single solid quarterback, you are not going to win a lot in college football. I don't care who you are. Swap Bill Belichick and Nick Saban see how that goes. Next up, French keeps turnovers. Let's talk about Matthew Stafford and Baker Mayfield. First thing I want to say, let's stop acting like they're saviors or they're great quarterbacks. But they are very, very good quarterbacks. Very efficient quarterbacks. They have an arm. They can fit it into tight spots. They can make plays with their legs. They can do all these things. But when they're playing hurt, they can't do a lot. I don't care who you are. Now, Baker Mayfield's vision is a bit off at times. I think Matt Stafford has far better vision. And I think he has better quarterback, or, sorry, pocket presence than Baker Mayfield. But they are both very good and very efficient quarterbacks. It is borderline ridiculous to say these two just flat out suck. I have made jokes behind closed doors about Matt Stafford the past few weeks. You can take the man out of Detroit, but you can't take the Detroit out of the man. I'm just going to leave that there. That little joke there. I was. It was a joke. That's why I said it says it's behind closed doors. I'm going to make that a serious thing. Because you know if you see somebody on ESPN or CBS say that, it's going to be a joke for years to come. And Matt Stafford is just fine. Baker Mayfield is just fine. The Browns or the Rams, on the other hand, the Rams, as soon as they went all in, they kind of fell off the wagon a little bit. And Baker, as soon as I got rid of OBJ, they had one great game and then fell off the wagon. I'm not sure where that leads this te- these teams I think they're just fine. If their quarterbacks were a bit more healthy, who knows where they'd be right now? I don't think one would be six and six. I don't think one would be seven and four. I think they'd both maybe had two losses if that. Again, they're nowhere they're nowhere near perfect, but they are very good and very efficient. Leaving it at that. Inskeeps reports. And reactions next. The free agency part of MLB's offseason is officially here. And this offseason is insane. I want to point out something. The New York Mets always seem to be World Series winners in the offseason. You win the World Series in October, not December. Technically November, but you get my point. Max Scherzer has agreed on a three-year deal to the Mets. Mets fans better hope. That his arm isn't too tired when he faces the Nationals or the Braves. See what I did there? Game six. Arm was too tired. Couldn't play. Braves won. <laughs> <laughs> and an AL West team. Can you slow down a bit, Rangers? Just slow, down. save some free agents for the rest of us. You got John Gray, Marcus Simeon, and now Corey Seager. Can, that's enough, that's, shh, stop, stop, you can stop, and maybe that's enough for the American League West, no, member, they got, member, the Angels got Noah Syndergaard, and now the Seattle Mariner, Mariners, reigning AL Cy Young winner Robbie Ray is headed to Seattle. Well, that's enough baseball talk, I'm sad, Royals aren't doing anything. Time to be more sad. Sporting Kansas City is done for the 2021 season after losing 2-1 in the Western Conference semifinals to Real Salt Lake. I am not going to sit here and say I'm a soccer expert by any means. I don't even know half the players on the team. I don't even know two players on the team. I know Peter Verms. I hope I'm saying that right, head coach, former player, won a cup for Kansas City as a player, won a cup for Kansas City as a coach back in 2013. When I was a player in 2001, back when they were the Wizards, or the Wiz. Really glad they changed their name. <laughs> um, I know Graham Zusi. I know... All I know is their season's done. And this show, I hope, propels me into more of a bit of a soccer fan. MLS specifically, I am a fan, first. And the games I watched the Sporting Kansas City this year... Fun to watch. They were exciting. It was nice to see a Kansas City team in the playoff race. It was nice to have hope that they can go further than that. And I thought they could. But if there's one thing I've noticed with soccer, you just need to be a bit more aggressive. And I didn't see really any aggressiveness from Sporting KC. I saw stupid shots. I saw lucky shots. And I saw a goalie who looked very robotic. I'm going to leave it at that. I'm not exactly sure how soccer fully works. I love the sport, the historical factor of it. If you had me rank anything, if I had a third favorite sport, soccer would probably be third because you guys know football and baseball are my first favorites, are my favorites. And I'm not trying to play favoritism here. You see analysts on ESPN, you see guys on Fox Sports Radio, they'll be talking about football and basketball all year. You really won't hear a peep out of anything else. So I'm going to use the show to propel myself forward and the soccer world as a fan and follow as much as I can. And when I mean that, I mean Sporting Kansas City and go from there and I can provide more statistics, reactions, and go from there. Now getting off of football, I'll go back to football. The New England Patriots are officially back after... Stomping a mud hole into the Tennessee Titans, 36-13. to 13. I saw an interesting stat. Mac Jones, 85% of his throws are catchable. That doesn't make you the best quarterback out of the rookie class. That makes you the best quarterback in the league. No, he's not the best quarterback in the league. But right now, he's playing like he should be. J.C. Jackson, turnover machine. Patriots cornerback. Damian Harris, running back, my goodness. Bill Belichick is back. He nearly took this team to the playoffs last year with the exception of maybe five or six Cam Newton-like plays. No, not 2015 Cam Newton. No, not I'm back Cam Newton. Or I'm back Cam Newton. That's what I meant to say. I meant to say it like that. Versus Arizona a couple weeks ago. Now Cam Newton's 5 for 21, two interceptions and a benching. Um, first off, I'm not going to say Bill Belichick was right. Anybody with an eye could see that Bill Belichick was right. Um, his shoulder is shot. He is not who he used to be. I feel like he can establish himself as a halfway decent quarterback, but his shoulder is just shot and he's just, he's just not who he used to be, and that's okay. But the sooner he realizes, realizes that, the better. Back to the Patriots. People are saying, I don't want to see them for the next 20 years reign like this. First off, it might not be 20. It could be 10. But with Mac Jones, it might be 20. If they find a great head coach to replace Bill, because he's not coaching for another 20 years. He's in his 70s. I think he's 71. Watching Man in the Arena, episode 2, I always tell myself, I'm not going to dive into this. I'm saving this for when I bring my buddy on, the Seattle fan. There's a jinx. We call myself... We call me the jinx master in the group chat for a reason. I'm not going to say what that is. But anyone... And this is just... Anyway, anyone who has talked crap on the Patriots the past 20 years has lived to regret it. One example from Man in the Arena, episode 2. Two examples. Colts tight end. I don't remember who it was at the time. In 2003... The season where the Patriots beat the Panthers in the Super Bowl. They said after they played the Kansas City Chiefs, the no-punt game, and the divisional round, Colts tight end Again, I can't remember his name. I'm sorry. Said if we play like that, the Patriots might as well just hand us the AFC Championship trophy. The NFL might as well just hand us the AFC Championship trophy and get us to the Super Bowl. Get us to Houston. Patriots beat them 24-14. Fast forward 15 years later to a naive Dalton Inskeep. Yeah, 15 years, 2018 season, AFC Championship. Super excited to see his team back, or in the AFC Championship, for the first time since 1993 with Joe Cool at quarterback. We got the young gun, Patrick Mahomes, Showtime, the apex predator, I like to call him, don't laugh at me. And what do I send to my buddies? It's retirement my party at Arrowhead for Tom Brady. What happens? We lose in overtime. Because D Ford wants to line up offsides. Tom Brady made a comment. We don't... He said... I don't remember exactly what it was. I should have wrote it down. They don't win because somebody says something about them. They win because they do their job and they... Motivate themselves to do the exact opposite of what somebody says. If I'd have to just watch it again, but that moment reminded me of my jinx again. I won't explain that. I'll say that for somebody else. For my buddy, who's a Seattle fan, when I bring him on, It's just everything's falling through at this point. I'm able to get on the right schedule, but next up, the Cincinnati Bengals kind of squashed the Steelers, forty-four to ten. They run the ball. Burrow is a heck of a quarterback. They've got two really good receivers. And T. Higgins. Jamar Chase. Joe Mixon is a solid running back when he's healthy. Offensive line, got to work on that. Defense is very opportunistic. They may struggle, but they're a force to be reckoned with. And if the Chiefs are officially back, it's talking about the Patriots, I'm talking about the Chiefs being back. If they are, they could run the table. But if they lose to anyone, it's not going to be Denver. It's not going to be the Chargers. It's not going to be Vegas or Pittsburgh. It's going to be the Bengals. The Chiefs' remaining schedule, right now they're set at 7-4. After this weekend, let's assume I'm right. They're 8-4. They beat the Broncos. Next week, they face the Raiders. They beat the Raiders. They're 9-4. Face the Chargers on Thursday night football. When they're there, they're 10-4. Face the Steelers. Week and a half later. 11-4. Face the Bengals. That game might be flexing in the Sunday night football as well. I think Bengals win that game. It's in... Cincinnati. But... I don't... There's no but. Cincinnati wins that game. They're more opportunistic than Kansas City right now. I don't think they're the better team. They're more opportunistic, so I will leave it at that one. Um, Indianapolis Colts had a great game for most of the game yesterday against the Bucks. They're winning twenty-four to fourteen. Bucks started to come back, and I just kind of when a team gets ahead, I understand if it's early, and you kind of try to keep kind of keep the foot on the gas pedal. But it, when it kind of gets to that s- late first half, early second half, you can kind of start killing the clock a little bit. Not too much, but run the ball more often. And I know the Bucks kind of had their way with Jonathan Taylor. But Colts, you have Jonathan Taylor and Marlon Mack. Use them. I'm whispering because the defense doesn't need to know. Actually, they do know. But if you keep running with them, eventually something's going to break free. And Jonathan Taylor tends to break free quite a bit. Now, I think the Antoine Winfield Jr. interception should have been called pass interference, or a push-off. Maybe I'm wrong. Maybe I should have seen it, Take a second look at or a third look at it, but I digress. Back to the AFC West. Thank you, AFC West, for leaving the division open for the Chiefs. AFC might be Tennessee Titans are dealing with some injuries. Kevin Byard's out. Derrick Henry might not be back till January. The Bills are struggling. Patriots might win out too. That's scary. Um, but the AFC West, at least, is wide open for the Chiefs. Obviously, they're in first. Broncos are 6-5. and five. Raiders are 6-5. and five. Chargers are 6-5. and five. And I don't see them catching up to the Chiefs. I don't see the Chiefs falling back. I think the Chiefs kind of have their vision on lock. I do think they win out. If they do don't lose to anybody as part Cincinnati. I'm gonna leave it at that. I just I just want to say thank you to AFC West. There's not there's no analyzation there. There's no opinion there. I just wanna I just want to say thank you to LA and Las Vegas and Denver. I thought that was polite of me to do that. Um Kyle Shanahan knows how to get himself off the hot seat. Get himself off the hot seat. Sorry I can't talk what kind of winning streak are they on right now? I don't even know at this point. All right, I'm bringing some more NBA talk into here. I'm just going to go with some over NBA tiers. I'm doing yes, maybe, and no. There's two yeses, quite a few maybes. The rest are no's. And there's only one no I'm going to point out. NBA yes, as in most likely finals winner. Golden State Warriors, they're 18-2. and two. Every time they start off like this, they make the finals. 2015-2016, to the only time they didn't win was when they started 20-0, but they lost to LeBron. When you were poking and prodding at him, him, saying his feelings got hurt, saying you're kicking him, you were doing all this, doing all that. Yeah. He came back and just punched you in the face. But other than that, they win. I don't care if it's against a pleated Cleveland Cavaliers team. I don't care. They win. And they're winning without Klay Thompson. Who just got promoted to the G League. Coming off an injury. How about the Phoenix Suns? Young. Hungry. Want to get a title. Still got Chris Paul. Devin Booker. Got a great team. DeAndre Ayton. Great defense. Great offenses. That's your Western Conference Finals matchup right there. NBA Maybes. The Brooklyn Nets. For some reason I don't see it with them. I'm saying a maybe because of Kevin Durant. The Milwaukee Bucks, I'm saying maybe, but I don't trust their roster. Miami Heat, I'm saying maybe, but again, I don't fully trust their their, uh, bench. Chicago Bulls, they're a young team. I don't trust young teams. Washington Wizards, they have a history of choking. Charlotte Hornets, young team. Atlanta Hawks, young team. Hungry, but young. New York Knicks is a maybe. I don't trust Kimba Walker. Trailblazers. I love Damian Lillard. I love CJ McCollum. I'm not so sure about the rest. NBA's no. I like to clown on the New York Jets. There's one other team I might start clowning on. How about those Los Angeles Lakers? Eleven and twelve. Who told you super teams don't really work when they're built overnight? Now, there's still a long season to go. We're seven weeks into the season. But it's not looking like they're even going to make the playoffs in the loaded Western Conference. I'm going to leave it at that. Just wanted to throw some dirt on the Los Angeles Lakers. Institute Sports and Entertainment, episode 40, I'm out. We'll